Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody, along with the problematic Heinz, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. Hey fam, Cheryl here. I'm just jumping on to give you a quick content warning. This episode contains content that may be alarming and trigger some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed description and take care of yourself. Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun podcast, and I am your host, Cheryl Spears. Today, I have Miss Danielle with me, and if you don't know who she is, she is the host of From Huns to Humans podcast, and I was just recently on her podcast, and the conversation was so great that we are continuing it over here on, on this podcast. So, welcome, Danielle. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. I'm so excited. Um, what's up, hun? Uh <laughs> Um, Cheryl, I just absolutely adore you. And I'm so excited. Uh, honestly, the more anti-MLM podcasts out there, the better. I love yeah. that um, the podcasting space, like, I feel like there are so many parts of any community, but also yeah. in the anti-MLM that are like competitive when they really yeah. don't need to be. Yeah, um, you're right. Which is kind of just leads us perfectly into what I think we're going to talk about most of the time. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I like the podcasting space because I feel like it's very much supportive and just like, how can we help each other instead right. of like, let's, yeah, let's, let's compete. compete. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't see anybody as a competition when it comes into the podcast space, because I think like I listen to your podcast, right. Mm -hmm. And when I'm listening to your podcast, like I get different things. Yeah. from when I have people on my podcast, even people that have been on your podcast, right? Yeah. Like we have different conversations. We, we go into different details or dabs about certain things. Right. And I think that the more people that are out there that are sharing their stories, giving them a space to be able to share their stories, no matter how successful they were within their MLM, right? 
I think that it's a, it's, it helps. And it's also a good resource for people to share. Right. right? So it's like, you know, when I like, cause specifically you have so many freaking episodes, right? So when I'm like trying to talk to somebody about, especially cause I deep dive on basically Beachbody. Right. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm talking to somebody and they're like, well, what is this? What is this? Um, MLM, like, what does it do? Like, I'll go to your podcast and search for that MLM mm-hmm. and be able to share that with them. So that's how we support each other because not everybody was just with Beachbody, right? right. I have a couple people that I've had, like, I think um, Monday's episode, which will be on the 21st um, of November is for Octavia um, or Octavia, mm-hmm. however you say it. Um, Ugh, but there was starvation a lot. diet is how I say it, but <laughs> one of the things that I like doing is being able to, um, to have these conversations with other creators like you, right? Mm-hmm. Because there is a lot that people don't understand behind the scenes when it comes to what we do and you're completely separate. You're completely different. You go about your content different than I do. So I would really like to go into like, what's your, what's your main goal when it comes to like how you share your content on Instagram or your podcast? Sure. So uh, for those of you that don't know, I am a licensed therapist in the state of Massachusetts. So I really approach all of my content with a mental health lens. Um, My TikTok content is more about me working through my stuff and like, bringing comedy to it, you know, like using the TikTok trends to like show different things. But most of the time, if I'm like portraying a character or something, it was like my ex-hun self or like personal experiences with other huns that were like part of my experience and not really like trying to portray anyone online, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. And so that's when it comes to my TikTok, my Instagram feed. I mean, for the most part, I don't really make that many posts. I did yeah. make one today. Um, I saw it. I saw it actually. Which yeah. I thought was brilliant if I did yes. something. It was. <laughs> but um, I had major imposter syndrome when I posted because I just don't usually do like informational posts. I usually yeah. just post my episodes and that's it. That's all I really have time to do. Um, but so when it comes to my podcast and like how I try to really represent myself in the anti-MLM space, um, I want to create a space where anybody that listens to my episodes or comes to my page or like sees me and sees what I stand for knows that we were all there. Um, or, you know, at least most of us were. Um, and also that we get it, we made mistakes and we're trying to come back from that because when we have all of this content that like attacks everyone, um, actually it kind of really lends right into the post that I said today. And the post that I did today was, do we create, um, do we create our own blackmail when we join an MLM? We post all of this stuff put our lives out there when we join these MLMs and then we're like, I love this product. I love this company. Also XYZ trauma potentially. Yeah. So we're putting all of this really public information. We're posting our kids. We're doing all this stuff. Like putting way more out there than you might typically. That's not true for everyone. Some people are very vulnerable online. I'm I'm fairly transparent in general. Yeah. Um, But you know, 
so. with that, like with the blackmail post that you did put, right? Like it, it is true. When I was a hun, I didn't care if my son or my kid, like my sons told me, I don't want that on, on Instagram. I don't want that on social media. I would post it anyway. Anything with content. I would force my husband to do things. Like now I make him do funny things, like him react. Like I want to get his reaction to like an autumn video or whatever. Right. But like before I would like take videos of him and he would get mad at me because he would be like, I don't want to be on the internet. Not everything is content. So that's why you'll see a majority. Most of the time, my family is not posted on my social media now. Um, It's my dogs. They don't have a choice, right? Because (laughs) they're always around. But I get it. You do create your own sort of blackmail because when you're in an MLM, you are told to share pretty much everything's content. Everything. Exactly. So when we do that, and then so we as anti-MLM creators, when we take that content that they made, and then yeah. we use it as a yeah. uh, look at this. This is yeah. wrong. Yeah. We are literally taking their their, yeah. their pre-made blackmail and yeah. using it. Like yeah, you're so, so I get I do so now we're gonna have a discussion because yeah. I get it, right? Like I do that, I do, I do do that, right? Like I do share what people like what Beach Body Huns are showing on their stories, right? I have been a little bit like for the past couple of weeks, I have stepped back a little bit from doing that because I'm like, um, I don't, I don't want to, to come across as where I'm just like sharing people's stuff just to share people's stuff. Like I almost want people to understand that the reason behind, like, for instance, Kat the other day at the beginning of the month, right. And I'll say her name because she is a public figure, right. So Kat Napoleano. Um, that's a beach body coach. Um, she shared that she was going to stop drinking for, um, until like for the month. Right. And because she was trying to say that she needed to dial back in her nutrition, she needed to dial back into the four week gut health protocol program. And then a few months, a few minutes later, literally a few minutes later, she gets on her stories and talks about how her sister messaged her and said, there's absolutely not going to be a Thanksgiving without one. And she can, she's only going to be able to dial it back for two weeks. Right. And so I shared that because I was like, and yeah, that is like me sharing blackmail, right? Like that's me sharing somebody in a vulnerable state. But the, the reasoning behind it was not to pick a cat. It was, and this is my fault because I don't state this in my caption, right? And this is me being open and vulnerable to like your criticism and feedback, because what I want to try to do, like the way I should have done that real is I should have said, you know, this is why the four week gut protocol is not sustainable because you cannot do it when you can't do it at the lifestyle. You can't do it all the time. Right. Like within, within minutes, she's already changed her timeline because of the fact, and instead what I did, and it's really wrong and, and I'll, I'll, I'll own up to it. Instead, what I did was poke at her about having, maybe having an alcohol problem and that's wrong. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, you know what? I really appreciate like this conversation, Cheryl, because also I want to be very clear. Like I am not here to come after Cheryl. Yeah. We are just having a conversation about yeah. different styles and yeah. like my 
my style of presenting in the anti-MLM space is very much based on the fact that I am a therapist and like, I am coming at everything from a mental health lens the best I can. Obviously I'm not perfect. Not going to say I've never said a mean thing on the internet or had a snarky comment or whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm not perfect. I don't expect anybody to be perfect, but we were having a conversation offline about this and we said, you know what, let's take it on and record it because this is something that everyone can learn from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too, is that, um, in some ways, what, what I noticed too, is that when we come out of MLM, hitting that, um, termination email is only the first step, right? We have to deconstruct so much more than we actually think we do. Yeah. And part of it for us usually is entering the anti-MLM space for people that are called to do that. Yeah. And when we're called to do that and we are processing in real time with our audience. Yeah. We are still hurting, even though we can say that we're not like we can put, we can put, you know, all of our guards up and say like, we're good. We're just here to like educate and all that stuff. But when we're still processing and we're still hurting and we haven't healed, that's when we make, um, content that is potentially damaging to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're a hundred percent correct because I just left Beachbody in February. Like that's when I completely, February of 2022, I completely hit cancel, right? And so me being in this space has actually, to be a hundred percent transparent, like if I wouldn't have joined this space, I probably would have joined another MLM. Me too. That's the same reason I started my podcast. And that's- so, and so, and there's even times that I've thought about like as much as I hate Beachbody, I'm like, well, maybe I do need to like get their nutrition programs as much as I know that it's crap, right? And as much as I know that it's just going to lead me right back down to a spiral of where I was before, right? I still like that's And so healing in real time is correct because I have been, you know, yeah, I've been snarky. Yeah, I've been mean. Yeah, I've been kind of like a bully, right? Like, yeah, I've defended myself to where I'm like, no, I'm not a bully. I'm just trying to show what they're doing is wrong. But in all honesty, like, Sometimes I was a bully, right? Because sometimes, just like I said, that post for Kat, like, I didn't need to bring up the fact that I thought she was an alcoholic. I was literally, the whole point behind that behind that post was supposed to be the fact of the matter that I wanted to show people don't fall for the, the nutrition programs because they are not sustainable. Right. You will continue to binge and restrict. But that is not what I said, right? And so that's where I am now, like, just like you said, we're healing in real time. Mm-hmm. I am now it's November. I've been out since February. I have started to, I've started this podcast. I've had conversations with people about like different ways that they're healing, different ways that they are trying to move on with their life after hit and cancel. And it's starting to make me reevaluate, like, what do I do? Right. Mm-hmm. And when I went, and this is another thing. I'm sorry I'm talking so much, but no, that's that's the point, right? We're supposed to talk. <laughs> on my um on my Instagram, and I was looking at what reels had like the most plays, right? Mm-hmm. And the reels that have the most plays are me being mean about another coach. And I don't want people, I don't, I don't like that. It makes me feel icky, right? Because they are human, they are people. Yes, do they know what they're doing? At a certain point, they do, right? 
at a certain point, they understand that 99.9% or 1% of the people below them are not making any money, right? right? And I think that's what we have to bring out instead of, oh, here she goes again. Like, let me just post a screenshot of, or a screen recording of her talking about joining her. Like, if I post that, then I need to say why. I don't need to use something snarky. Does that make sense? I think that the other thing is too, for me, is that, and this is where Beachbody is a really different, it's almost in another category when it comes to content making. And let me explain why. So Beachbody has more public figures than any of the other MLMs that I know of. Like, Yeah. yeah, we have top coaches and all of these other places. But in Beachbody, we have the super trainers and we have the people that the super trainers tag to be in their videos. And as we know, Autumn tags all of her besties and they all are in her videos. Whereas, you know, I think, I, I think Shanti kind of has more like one thing. Yeah. Shanti is a, I I do not, I do. For some reason, Shanti is off off limits to me. Like I, I just won't, like, I just will not go there with him. I don't know why. Like, I, I just won't he's he's a I think that he's a good person I and know. I think that he like I think he really means well mm-hmm. and it comes across in his in his content right um he can be snarky about certain things you just have to read between the lines yeah. so him I will not I I won't touch I won't touch him at all yeah. I just won't so like my thing is like with any other MLM, we would blur people's faces or like, that's what I would encourage, right? Is blurring yeah. people's faces because yeah. ultimately the goal is that these, like, I mean, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but is that yeah. we want these people to get out. And the more we put their face on blast on our side of the line, the yeah. more likely that we're just digging them in further and further and further. Yeah. Um, so like, even though if we blur their faces, change their voice, whatever, there's still a chance that they're going to know it's them. Like we hopefully remember what you say. Um, yeah. but like, you know, yeah. so like we do all these things and, and hopes to protect them in hopes that they will come out. But then you get into beach body where we yeah. have these super trainers that are public figures and are doing incredible harm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I talk about Autumn on my podcast. She is definitely a person that I don't have any problem naming. Absolutely um, I not. think she's extremely problematic. I definitely think that Autumn has a big role to do with my current eating disorder issues. Yeah. And um like I I'm not like I'm not gonna say it's one hundred percent her fault. Like right. it's it's a multitude of things that have happened to me in my life that have caused yeah. me to be here. But like, that was one of the last things that I experienced before I finally got help. Yeah. Like yeah. it was so bad in beach body that deconstructing from beach body specifically was yeah. what led me to be like, I have a problem with right. my eating and right. this is directly linked to it. Yeah. Um, like it was not that clear for me any other time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's true, you know? So like, that's why, you know, for me, when people are like, well, why do you have to share certain, you know, certain coaches? And I'm like, well, number one, I don't 
usually share a coach that is not a public type figure because mm -hmm. I don't, and if I do, I'll try to blur out their name, right? Yeah. Or their face because they're not going to make as big of an impact as what, when you have the Tanya's or mm -hmm. the, um, or the cats or, yeah. you know, Christina Delgado, like when you have those people that are public figures, have huge teams, huge followings, and are basically parroting everything Autumn says to yeah. a T, that's why I share them. But I need to be more, for me, this is me mm -hmm. unpacking the way that yeah. I need to address things and approach things is I need to be more, instead of trying to be snarky and getting that dig, right? Yeah. Like I need to really share why what they're saying is harmful, right? right. Like what it's really correlating to instead of, oh, cat has a drinking problem. She can't take, she can't stop drinking right. for a month, right? right? Because I unpacked that with, ever since I've stopped the whole entire binge and restrict cycle, I like I went all of October just to see if I could do it, right? Not, nobody told me to do it just to see if I could do it all of October without drinking until the end of the month for my sister's wedding, right? And I noticed that whole entire month, I never craved it like I used to. Mm -hmm. When I used to binge and restrict, binge all week and then be able to, I mean, restrict all week and then binge on the weekends with food, yeah. alcohol and everything, I craved the alcohol. Yeah. I had to have it in the house all the time, right? Yep. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't really think about it unless I'm going somewhere or I'm like, you know what? Sounds really good. Like a, a nice drink to relax yeah. for the night. Right. Right. So that's when I started to really uncover the fact of the matter that maybe just maybe I could be the problem. Right. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Um, and you know, so like, I guess this is my devil's avocado, if you will, yeah. um, is I hate that, but anyways, um, yeah. so if somebody is a public figure just because of an MLM yeah. and they would not be a public figure outside of the MLM, are they actually a public figure? Yeah. If you were only a public figure in your cult. Yeah. Are you actually like, you know, right. So you're like, right. Like, and again, I think, so this, this is where I really split the hairs of autumn compared to cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because cat is not anything like, you know what I mean? Like the only reason anyone knows who cat is, is because of beach body. So if you yeah. don't know beach body, you don't know who she is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Whereas Autumn is on TV. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, and then again, Kat is also on TV in the background of Autumn's videos, but yeah. Um, but she's there as a, as a supporting role. So, like, yeah. I, and again, she's still on TV. So again, really, really splitting hairs there. But yeah. then when you get into these diamond level coaches who are not on the platform yeah. and we're exposing them and we're calling them public figures. Are they? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. I see exactly what you're saying. I really do. So because what would you think about like, so, so to unpack that, like, what yeah. would you think? Like, so the snark crew and I, like we, we get team calls, right? Yeah. We get team calls with top coaches yeah. that, um, 
And what we do is we basically unpack like what they're talking about or what they're presenting and the opportunity right. or whatever, right? Um, should we be blurring those people's faces out? My opinion is yes. Yeah. Um. So at the end of the day, right, we're all human beings. Yeah. We're all human beings. And our goal as an anti-MLM community is to educate and to help people not end up yeah. here and to yeah. hopefully help people get out. Like, right. obviously, like when we're talking about trying to help people get out, we know that like messaging people directly does not work and like yeah. doing all this stuff, but also making content about them doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think on yeah. like the humanity scale, um, having content made about someone is really dehumanizing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And on some level, I understand that it's necessary. Yeah. And in some ways, like we need to, like, if we never ever had any examples of these people doing these things, then everyone would be like, we'll prove it. Where's the proof? Right. Right. Um, so it, it and like, I get that. But yeah. also at this point, I feel like we have so much proof out there yeah. that we can definitely be blurring more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. Um, and also having proof of people saying these things doesn't mean that we need to show their face either. Right. You know? Right. Because we have it on camera. We don't need, you know, I think that the more vulnerable we make the subject, the more like trauma porny it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that rubbernecking, like we can't look away. And like, we just keep forgetting these people are human and we yeah. were them. At one point we were them. And we wanted to and be them because they we were We wanted tough. to be them. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, wow. you know, just kind of like taking ourselves out of it for a second and remembering that like, eventually, hopefully these people leave and hopefully they're able to come and say, huh, these people have something to say, let me listen. And yeah. then, you know, but if you go to somebody's page and you just see a whole wall of videos made about you and the people that you thought were your friends, yeah, you're going to say, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're going to say, fuck these people, fuck these bitches. Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And I'm going to go join another MLM. Yeah. Because they I were mean, nice I to me. I get it. I do. I definitely understand that point. I do. I, I really do. Um, but the only thing that I really struggle with is, is that like, cause we do. So for instance, like I have, I'm not going to mention their name. Right. But I will explain to you why I shared, um, what I shared yesterday. Yeah. Um, there was a top beach body coach who left. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, she's not really active on Instagram. She's actually more active on Facebook. And I watched her Facebook live about her talking about how she was no longer happy with, um, beach body, um, and the way that they like are structured or whatever. She just didn't find, like, she just wasn't in it anymore. And, um, so I post, I went on her page and I looked at for like her latest retreat. She just went on a retreat with these people. Right. And I'm like, so if you were so, un I don't remember what I posted, but I know that it was just like, if, it's funny to me that on November 4th, she just posted about a retreat with the people that she loves, right? And these women that are on fire and whatever, right? And then on November, what, 17th or whatever, she's 
um, she definitely posted it the day after Beachbody gets paid because they get paid on Thursdays, right? So there's a reason she did that. It was strategic, um, which is smart yeah. because you want to get all your money. I get it, right? Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Collect um, it. Yeah. Collect it and get but, it out. <laughs> but, um, but I was just like, so how true are her words? Like, yeah, she's human. She probably built relationships with these people, but you and I both know there's only 1% of people in an MLM that actually makes money. So are they really her friends? But then, so my point was, is that I then shared it. And I shared this because everybody was like sending me everything, like people that have already left her downline from Beachbody are now with Modair, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, they're saying that Modair is different. They're saying it's social retail. They're saying this, that, and the other, right? So I specifically shared this person on my Instagram stories because I wanted people to understand that it's still an MLM. Like it's still crappy, right? And that's where I think that we can draw the line to a certain extent because I'm trying to prevent people that were in her former downline that may still be on the fence of wanting to join another MLM from listening to her saying that it's completely different over here. It's not an MLM. Yeah. And so I think where I stand with this, this gray area, right. Yeah. Is that probably 95% of the time we don't need them. We don't need their face. We don't need yeah. their voice. We don't need yeah. the example because yeah. we have so many, we yeah. collected the examples. Yeah, I mean, you're right. and not to say that there isn't more and more like just absolutely horrendous things that people are saying in MLM, but people say horrendous things all over the place. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so like, like, so let's say 95% of the time, we don't actually need them or their words um, to demonstrate our point and to make the point that yeah. like, we have these facts. We know that Modera is still an MLM. Yeah. They just like to use different words because yeah. they realize that MLM is problematic. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to create a little distance. Yeah. Um, but overall, most of the time we can make those points without, yeah. without the, the active huns in, okay. in our, okay. Stuff. I mean, that's, kind that's of where fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I get it. You know, and, and, and I, and I said this specifically because I, I, um, the girl actually reached out to me that beach buddy hunt actually reached out mm -hmm. to me. She was actually quite nice. Right. In the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I won't say that I won't say she is because I, I'm not going to. Right. But yeah. I will say I did not respond yet because my I still have a lot of anger when it comes to Beachbody, like a lot mm -hmm. of anger. Right. And so there are certain things that like for me, sometimes I do respond out of anger. Right. But um, sometimes I'll keep my mouth shut because I don't want to respond out of anger. So I haven't responded right. to her because I don't want her to sit there. I, what I wanted to say to her is, right? Um, you, you may have made money within the company, but how many of your people in your downline have basically spent more every single month just to keep that paycheck flowing for you, right? Like, yeah, that's my purpose where people, when people are trying right. to tell, because she tried to defend the fact that network marketing is good, right? Yeah, there are good things that come out of it, right? Like for me, I don't think I would have been as comfortable on social media and I would have never had a podcast, right? I would have never right. been able to find my voice of like trying to share and speak up for people, the one percenters or the 99 percenters, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah, 
that's who I want to speak up for. I want to give them a voice. So, and I, I did make some good friends. Um, are they still my friends? No, but they served a purpose in my life. Right. And so, and that's what she tried to state is there are good things about network marketing. And she tried to state that the money that she's made, she's given back to charity. Now, if you do that, that's good. Right. But no, that's fantastic. What that's about you. the people below you is my first yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. So you took money from the people below you to donate to other people who are also in need. But also we know that most people that are in MLMs are also financially struggling. That's why we're here. So really just yes. donate it back to your downline because they're probably all struggling, struggling to pay the rent. Like the girl I talked to yesterday, um, on her, like when I was talking to her, she hit diamond, right? She worked hard to hit diamond mm -hmm. with Beachbody yeah. and she got like a t-shirt and some other thing, um, a shout out on the national wake up call. And she got a, um, Tiffany's necklace from her upline. And I said, well, what about a, a bonus? Like any sales job that you're in, if you hit your quarterly bonus or you hit your monthly bonus or you hit your monthly um, quota, you get a bonus, you get commission, you get like, if right. you hit a certain rank within your company, you get a bonus, you get money. So why, instead of giving me a Tiffany's necklace, take that money and give it back to your downline because they're struggling. Like, right. I don't care who you are, you're struggling. Like you're spending more money to keep yourself active than you're actually making. Right. right. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I have not responded so, yet because I needed to unpack this. Yes. So um, what I hear you're saying too, and this is my, my therapist speak coming in yeah. for you, is that you're looking to respond instead of react. Yeah. So you're trying to create space so that you can have a more eloquent response and not just respond, responding out of anger, but like in reality, yeah. that's reacting, right? Like we're- yeah. We're not thinking, we're in our primal head, we're our defensives, our backs are up, and we're like, F you, yeah. like, you're a, you're a monster, you're in an MLM, you're stealing from all these people, yeah. you know, um, and, and we're angry about it. And like, yeah. you know, when we, like, I get angry about it too, like, I'm angry just thinking about it right yeah. now, but, you know, it's so hard, it's so hard, because like I said, we're healing in real time. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about like, so we've talked about like some of the Beachbody stuff. So, um, and I know that you basically cover like all of that, all of the MLMs. So one person that I know that is just so problematic, like probably the most problematic person I have ever come encountered with in my life. And I say this because I used to listen to her podcast religiously, like religiously, Jesse Lee Ward, like what mm. would we, like, how would you tell people like, how do you, how do you not, not share Jesse Lee Ward? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, how do you yeah. uncover the, the, the problem that she produces daily? So Jesse Lee Ward, I would consider to be in the same circle as like the Autumn Calabreses and the Ray Higdens okay. and okay. like uh, the Rachel Hollises, like, so yeah. Jesse Lee Ward has made herself a name in network marketing, but also like network marketing, like yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Like she, yeah. she, I mean, I, I haven't really kept up with her recently. Yeah. That was, she was really 
everyone was really into her like when I first came onto the anti emblem scene, but I haven't really yeah. seen much lately. Not that I, I'm, I'm actually super, scared. I'm not death. really a super consumer anymore. Yeah, I'm super scared. I would never like you know post anything. Yeah. I, honestly, she scares the shit out of me. To be honest with you, like Jesse Lee Ward scares the crap out of me because it's like, wow. I mean, she's a lot, a whole yeah. lot, right? And so, so she, so people like her would be comparison in Beachbody. I think that that would be people like the Kim Fitz, the Tatricks, because she tries to portray herself or Melanie Mitro. She portrays herself as like a social, people. they're top coaches within Beachbody and they portray themselves mm -hmm. as like entrepreneur, like mentors, I guess you can say. Right. So mm -hmm. Melody Mitro interesting. is one of the coaches that coach the coaches in a business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I am actually, I'm torn and I, I actually waffle on Jesse Lee a lot yeah. Um, where I kind of go back and forth in my mind of like, is she in the same category as um, Autumn? Is she in the same category as like a Ray Higdon? Um, yeah like you know these notorious coaches that coach everyone yeah. um but then like you just you just said two names and I was like I have no idea who you're talking about right and that could just be I don't know who you're talking about because I just happen to have not come in contact with those people yeah. um they haven't been brought up on my podcast or whatever so I just don't know yeah um and they could be just as terrible as he is in my yeah. opinion um, yeah. <laughs> but so I guess I'll go back to Jesse Lee who I know very very little about to be honest yeah. okay um, Me too. so at the I end just... of the day I'm still gonna say she's yeah. a human being and something has hurt her to get to the point where she thinks she needs to constantly be on the way that she is on yeah she needs to constantly be proving herself like and like, I'm sure she would laugh in my face to hear me say that something has hurt her. Yeah. But like, you know, like something has happened in her life that makes her think that she needs to be all of these things in order to be successful, in order to be loved, in order to have acceptance. And yeah. so like, when we take that, that mask off, yeah, she, she's just a human, just like me and you. Yeah. And like, again, do I think that one day she's going to be like, let me make anti-MLM content from no, no. <laughs> But also, no. how would she? Right? How would she come back? Although if she did, she would make so much money. She would make so much money in the anti-MLM space if say. she decided that's, to do that. That's what I say about but, Ashley Molstead. Ashley mm -hmm. Molstead, if she... She kind of sort of hates Beachbody already. Like, you can totally okay. tell it by her stuff, right? And I'm like, if Ashley Molstead came to this side, she would be killing it right now. I mean, killing it. But it's like, she's stuck. Yeah. And like, and so it's hard too, because like, also, I just caught us, both of us, we just had MLM mindset. Did you see yeah. that? Yes, we are both did. like, oh my gosh, she'd be so good at what I do. We so did. <laughs> oh my god! And like, and then like, take it with wow. a salt, right? Like, I mean, are we right? Yeah. Like, ima imagine if Jessie Lee Ward came on and started deconstructing her own content. She wouldn't even have to make content about other people because she has enough of her own. 
Yeah. Just like a lot of us do if we haven't already deleted it. No, um, I have it. And like, I, yeah, I have it. I have a whole Instagram full of it. Yeah. Wow. So like if, if she was to come over here and start doing that, it would be amazing. But imagine like, so like there is definitely a mean side of anti-MLM and there is a compassionate side of anti-MLM. And then there's like this like gray area where we have uh, people that are compassionate, but are also snarky. So like, I would say like, no offense, you kind of fall in the gray area, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely do. I'm snarky. I can, I can say it, you know, like, and that's okay. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, and that's, and I don't, for me, this is my thing, right? Right. Is like, I worry that if like, what if we don't share? So there's two things, right? So I worry, I'm like, so what if we don't share certain things? And I'm always worried about people joining the the team. That's what I'm worried about, right? Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, but what if we we share these people and we share their faces? Are we just driving people to their Instagrams, make them more money? Aren't we just driving people to their social media to watch their stories because the algorithm is picking up and it's actually no, even if you don't join their team, nine times out of 10, they have a code to something. Um, right. You're pushing their algorithm right to them. So I'm like, so right. if we stop sharing like their faces and like who they are, maybe that would ultimately make them realize that what they're doing is harmful. And that is something that Jesse Lee has brought up in her content. I have heard yeah, um, I've, I've, that she gets people from us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, so here's the thing. I agree with you. There is, there is some gray there. Like on one hand, if you are trying to keep all of your eyes peeled, you're like going through everything and you're like, okay, like, I think this one might be legit. Maybe this is not actually an MLM. Like I'm going to look further. And mm-hmm. then you like start Google searching and you're like, okay, nothing's coming up. And, and like, which let's be real. That's not true. Right. Um, if you Google the actual company, something will come up if it's an MLM, most likely. And otherwise, if you cannot, you slide into one of the anti-MLM creators DMs, yes. probably one of the smaller ones that can actually have time to help you. Yeah. Not that the bigger ones don't always, but you know, so yeah. you slide into somebody's DMs, slide into a couple of people's DMs, you know, we're all yeah. busy. We all have lives. So like slide yeah. into a couple DMs, see who gives you what information. And also that's good too, because you're getting multiple people saying, okay, yeah. this is what I found. You know what? I didn't know about this company, but this is what I was able to find in five minutes. Yeah. And awesome. But so, you know, Anyways, we're back to the analogy. You're looking through, you're trying to find something. Okay, this one seems kind of legit. I think I'm going to join it. Like, what are, I guess I lost my point. (laughs) But like, you know, what are the chances that like, you're actually going to get that far and then join and then say, oh shit, this is an MLM. But also when you get that far and you say, oh shit, this is an MLM, you're going to say, okay, like I have my 30 days to like get my refund. Right. And you're going to fight the company and get your refund and leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also I think one of your analogies that you were trying to go down. So I'm going to just say what I think you were trying to say, or yeah. maybe it's not right. But so let's say, you know, all of this stuff, we're using Jesse Lee just because she said it right. Jesse Lee has said it yeah. that a lot of us drive traffic towards her TikToks, towards her Instagram, towards her Facebook, right? She's everywhere, towards her YouTube, right? 
Um, and let's say we do, we say something about Jesse Lee Ward. We drive a bunch of traffic to them. The bigger creators, we'll say the bigger creators, right? In this space, drives people to see, oh my God, did she really say that? Or who is this chick, right? Is she really this much of a train wreck? Right. Like that's because we'll just say that's what was said on the thing. Yeah. Not saying that it was. This is an analogy. Right. Okay. This right, is an right, analogy. Right. This so is people all hypothetical. Go, hypothetical. So person the person goes to Jesse Lee's podcast, goes to her thing. We, she they catch a love that Jesse Lee's talking about trials, how she's packing trials, right? She talks about how much money she makes with packing trials. Person says, and she talks about what the ketones do for your body, like she always does. No health claim. It's a health claim, but nobody ever, she doesn't stop, right? That person says, oh, I have all that. I need this. Let's give it a try and see if it's as bad as what everybody says. That's how it happens. That's how it it happens. They go there. They see them talking. They connect with them. They get to know, like, and trust them, right? Because that's the purpose of it. When you're in marketing or selling or anything, you want people to know, like, and trust you. And they're being human, they're being compassion, compassionate because they're saying that we are the bullies and it's it just starts a cycle. That's how people get to those people's pages. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like, so the, the person that reached out to you was saying, you know, there are good things about network marketing. And you know what? She's fucking right. Like, right. we don't join a cult. We join a good thing. There was something about whatever network marketing company you want to use. We'll use Beachbody. Beachbody yeah. has workouts. And honestly, I would say the the BOD subscription, I think, personally, is reasonable. $99 for a year. I think yeah. that's a reasonable price. Do I agree with the workout programs themselves? No. I think that they're absolutely bad for you. And I hurt myself multiple times and I don't recommend them. Same. But <laughs> do I think that the, the price point to get yourself moving is worth it? Yeah. I if mean, it because- wasn't beach body, yeah. Exactly. And- you know, to piggyback off of what you said, you know, I said this actually yesterday. Um, if it wasn't for Beachbody, I would not mm-hmm. have started moving my body. I would not mm-hmm. n- know the importance of movement in daily in life, right? Does, but Beachbody did cause me to have a lot of orthorexia where it's like, you know, I have mm-hmm. to be on everything on point seven days a week. But now I'm able to, I'm able to peel that back with a lot of work. And a lot of like therapy, right? I'm able to peel all that back to where, but it was good to get me started. Some of their programs right. are not horrible, right? They're not horrible, right. but a majority of them, you will get hurt. And I do have, I do have injuries from Beachbody. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that no exercise program in itself is horrible, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, there are different, there's different sciences behind all different sorts of exercise and all of that stuff that breaking it down. The the long story short is that the form cues in there and some of the like compound movements are just way too much for our yes. bodies yes. Um, and dangerous without a personal trainer walking you through some of these things, or, you know, just you having the knowledge of how to do all these things, which most yeah. people who are doing each body do not have. Right. Because it's marketed right. for beginners. And that's the other thing while I'm on the subject is yeah. that I got my finger wagging for everyone that can't see me <laughs> wagging away. That's the other thing <laughs> um, is that 
these programs are marketed towards beginners and they are hard. They are not meant for beginners, most of them. I mean, my Um, first program I did was Insanity. No, I was not meant for 250 pounds doing Insanity. No. What? No. At a whole five, four frame. Sorry, weight talk, you know, disclaimer weight talk, but at a whole five, four, 250 to 70 pounds doing Insanity. That, yeah. I should have never done that. That must have really messed your knees up. It did. It did. My knees are horrible now. Horrible. Yeah. All of that jumping. Like, you know, that's why in these programs, they do say to consult with your doctor because like, I mean, and debatable because, you know, the medical system, bedside manner, all that stuff, that's a whole nother conversation. What your doctor would actually say, if you're like, I'm doing this cardio program, they would probably be like, fantastic. If they actually were like taking the moment to understand you're doing this cardio program that involves excessive pressure on your knees, yeah, they might have a different thought about that and say, you know what, maybe you should just go for a 30 minute walk every day. Right. Right. But on top of that, I was also walking. I was walking about four miles a day. And then I was also doing um, insanity. And so no wonder I had huge success with like the first with that right. program, right? Um, and right. that's what people don't get that's is excessive like, cardio. Yeah, because when you think about this, right? When you join as a beach body coach, you do not. All you have to do is buy the challenge pack. There is no. You don't have to have any qualifications, right? So the point of the matter is, yeah. is that nobody's going to be able to tell you what program you should be doing. In all honesty, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So anyways, the point that we were talking about is that there are good things associated with these companies. Like, you know, like, like, and even like talking about some of the diet culture type of stuff, you know, some people are just really struggling to find a routine. Yeah. And like that beach body really sets you up for routine. Yes. Healthy routine, questionable. Right. But they do set you up with a routine and that's what people are looking for. So like, yeah, like it does yeah. create this like illusion of success, even though it's at the detriment of your mental and potentially physical health. Yeah. So, so, you know, with all that being said, um, I really like the fact of the matter that like, you know, we had the conversation about the whole, what the anti MLM community could do differently to, to maybe be a little bit more compassionate, right? Um, because our ultimate yeah. goal is to, to acknowledge the fact of the matter that being in network marketing, what there were some good parts about it, right? There were some good things about it. And we have to be compassionate and acknowledge that because the people that we're trying to reach, they're either trying to join for more money, travel, or the dream life, or they've al- they're already in it and that's what they're trying to work towards. So what is the ultimate, let's say the ultimate five things that you can say, I'll say five, you can do two or three, whatever, um, that the anti-MLM community could do better where we're like to help Mm -hmm. these people instead of portraying ourselves as bullies and trolls, because as of right now, some of us are bullies and trolls. I'm sorry, I said it, but we are. You know, and and so this was one of the things I said offline to you too, was that ultimately 
we can have the best there is a, there is a definition for bullying and i am not trying to discount the definition yeah. of bullying but ultimately yeah. you know when it comes down to something being interpreted as bullying or harassment or whatever it yeah. comes from the eyes of the person that is being talked about it yeah. doesn't matter what our intent is it right. does not matter. If your intent is as pure as day and you hurt someone, you hurt someone. And that's right. end of story. Right. Um, right. So I think that everyone needs to remember that. Like it doesn't even, so if you're saying, but my intent is good, but my intent is good, but yeah. my intent is good. You have a bunch of butts in your face. Right. You're right. <laughs> you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. So yeah. I think that we need to have that first and foremost in our mind and really weigh out, is this actually going to be far, far, far more positive of an impact than the potential? Because if just that one person, and we're going to trigger warning, mental health. Yeah. If just one person that you're talking about sees it and tries to commit suicide. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that, I do, I, I don't think I need to say anything else, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. on you. I mean, it's not, you did not make anyone do that. Just like nobody made us spend all the money in network marketing. Yeah, but like, it's true. You know, though. you know, I agree with you 100% because it is like there, there are people that take it too far. And I have been one of those people that have taken it too far before, right? Now, do I stand yeah. behind the majority of the stuff that I have posted um, there? Yes, but just like you said, there's a lot of butts in it because there was a different intent that maybe I did not, it didn't come across correctly. Right. So just like I always say, when you know better, you do better. And that's part of the the reason like behind like network marketing and calling people out on their BS is when they know better, they should do better, but they don't. Right. So for us, I think we should really take a step to when you know better, you do better. Like think about how this is going to, I mean, I don't want to be the reason that somebody is so depressed that they would take their own life. Right. Like that is right. That's, that's right. That's scary for me. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately that's what we're working with here too, is because we have to remember these people are most likely people who joined for the same reasons that we did. We want more money because we're struggling. We want more community because we don't feel connected to our friendships. We don't feel like we're able to have a good support system. And potentially also there is something traumatic that has happened in your life that 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 trauma button that people yeah. press and they say, oh, you just had a miscarriage? You yeah. should join my team. Yeah. We are there for you. We have something that can help you. Oh, you just had this? Oh, your son has that? Oh, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, they all have this base issue, or most people have a base issue of something that's wrong that we don't necessarily know about, or maybe we do because they're posting it all over the place, trying to sell their products, but you know, whatever, we don't have all the subtext. We, we are not part of their life. So there might be more, there might be less, you know, things might be embellished. Things might be exactly as they are, or we might not have all the information at all. Um, and those are things that we really have to remember when we're talking about other people, because ultimately that's what we're doing is we're talking about other people. Right. And they're Um, human. They're, they're they're people. Yeah. They have issues. Yeah. 
Um, so these are really the things that I think people need to keep in mind. And I think that the other thing that I think we need to do better is I think that we need to blur faces. I think that, I think that blurring faces and potentially masking voices is, um, crucial to our arguments that we are not bullying people. Because if we are protecting the identities of these people, then we are protect, we are, we are protecting them. And we are saying it's not about you. It's about what you're saying. Yeah. It's about your actions. It's about, it's about like, and that's what it is about. It's not about what they look like. And that's what, you know, they're always coming back to us and saying, oh, well, she's ugly. Oh, well, they're this. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? And they're using the straw man arguments. Yeah. Yeah, that and that's something that I I, I don't like is when people comment yeah. on people's looks or something like that. But um, to piggyback off of you saying that we need to blur their faces and speed up their voice or whatever, there is a an app out there just so everybody who's listening, I'll put it in the show notes called InShot. It's a free. You can do it free. You can have a free um, subscription. You don't have to pay for it or anything. And you can speed up if you're in the anti MLM space. You can speed up the person's voice. Um, and you can also blur out their faces and it's, it's super easy to do like super easy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so for me, just... that's what I'll, I'll start. I mean, I think I'm going to start, yeah. that's what I'm going to start doing. Right. I'm going to, yeah. I want to take this feedback and I want to be able to, to do better. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to go back and erase anything that I've done right. because I want people to see how I've evolved and how I've grown because absolutely they will understand the true fact of the meeting of when you know better, you do better. Absolutely. And I will use myself as an example. When I first started my podcast in my intro, I said, sit back and drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, I remember and, that. And when I realized, like I knew that drinking the Kool-Aid was a cult connection. I knew that it wasn't good, but yeah. like, I was like, oh, it's a cult term, yeah. whatever. Like yeah. funny, cute. No, <laughs> when yeah. I found out what that actually meant, I was like, ooh, this is like really not sensitive. Yeah. And I mean, even though the people that were involved in that massacre are dead. Yeah. Um, it, it's still like disrespectful. Um, And not to Did say that like, you know, sometimes people are going to use that saying and like it, it, whatever. But like, yeah. for me, as a mental health professional, having that every episode in the beginning of my podcast versus, you know, occasionally maybe having a comment about it, yeah, I think is just different. And when I found that out, I like made a point to like change my intro. And I had a little thing in front of my podcast that said, I'm not going to go back and change because I want you guys to see that I am still learning and I'm still yeah. growing and it's okay. It's okay yeah. for us to make mistakes. It's okay. And you know what? I bet Cheryl, I bet that if you start blurring faces, you're going to feel a lot better about your content because do you you get a little bit of that adrenaline rush slash nervousness every time you post something that has somebody's face in it? Yeah. Yeah. I do. You're going to feel a lot better about your content. Yeah. Because you're not going to be wondering, is this person going to sue me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be posting things about what you actually mean. And that's education. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you're right. This was really, thanks. <laughs> she's like, thank you. I know. I know. I'm right. Thanks. Well, this is really, <laughs> I mean, like, I you think know. that this is like, something that all that. of us No, I get it. Right. Like this is something that I think that every single one, and this is, this is odd because it's like, you know, this is more of like an anti MLM 
podcast today, yeah. right? Like, but I really, I do. I have like, you know, there's people that have mixed feelings about like Reddit. There's people that have mixed feelings about a whole lot of content, right? Like some people's yeah. content that is on the internet and, and I'll say it, you know, it's just straight up wrong. Like right. if you have a page completely dedicated to taking one person down, that's, that's scary, right? Because yeah. what that does is we just said it, it's going to drive people to their page and it's going to the person that you're driving them to, they're going to present that facade that they want everybody to see because mm -hmm. that's how they get people to join their team. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the, the options that happen when we put people out there on blast. So when we yeah. put somebody on blast, we can either drive people to them in, in a way that is net positive for them. We yeah. can drive people to them in a bullying mob. Yeah. Um, we can hurt their mental health because they see the content and they yeah. aren't ready to have that mirror held up to them in that way or whatever you know somebody says you know I, I don't know yeah. I don't consume you know we're yeah. at this point we're talking about your content but like yeah I don't yeah, know I every it. single thing that you've said so yeah. whatever anyone um you know you might have said something that could be super triggering to them yeah. and like we don't know we don't know them so yeah. there are all of those options are not good. We don't want right. to send mobs after people. We don't want to send people to go join their scams. And we don't want to make people have serious mental health issues. Yeah. So ultimately, all of those outcomes are really, really bad for the 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 outcome that we're looking for, which is education. Right. Right. And sharing your story, right? Because, and it's not just, I mean, any type of education, it, it includes like one of the girls that, um, that I interviewed, I think it was yesterday. Um, I don't know one day this week, one of the girls that I interviewed, she's now starting to like speak up a little bit more about her experience on her social media. Right. And like what she saw that was wrong and things like that. Right. And so I want people to be able to, to have just, it's a safe, like you, it's okay for you to talk about what you went through. Right. Yeah. And it's okay for you. And that's what I want to be able to do. But I want to be able to like, this is a disclaimer. This is a, a show like, listen, I'm not going to stop. I'm not blurring out Autumn Calabrese's face. I'm just not. I'm not blurring oh, out. No. I don't expect you I'm to. not doing it. I'm not doing it because they are the face of the company. But when it comes to the rest of them, I will because I don't right. want to drive traffic to these people. I don't want people to go on their page and fall for the things that I fell for. I, I idolized freaking Ashley Molstead for years. Idolized yeah. her because she was relatable. She was funny. Right. And now I'm like, wow, she's so problematic. Right. And so and like, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. So yeah. Carl Deichler, Autumn Calabrese, uh, Joel Freeman, these yeah. people are the face of that company. Yeah. These people are actually the face. So if you are literally going to put your face on a company and then not yeah. be able to like a legitimate company can withstand criticism. It can back up their stance. It can say, hey, look at you. You know what? You have this opinion. I'm going to yeah. show you these facts about yeah. this is what we're doing. Let me yeah. show you our scientific process. Let me show you this research. I have not seen Autumn come out with any of that. I don't know none about you. No, none so, of it. Like, on, on, 
when it comes to the autumns, the carols, like those people, that I feel like is different. I mean, sure, autumn is also a human and also has mental health and also has issues is very clear based off of what she also posts online but she does not like it when we hypothesize about her health and her wellness and her mental health yeah you know like it's very clear that there's some stuff going on um and and I feel bad for her because she is also dug herself a hole yeah again like going back to my blackmail post how do you come back from that Right. How do you swallow your pride and come back from that? And like, that is what this podcast episode is about, right? You are taking accountability for the things that you're like, Hey, Danielle, like, what am I doing? Like, is is there something I can do better? Like, yeah, I don't want to hurt. You're saying I don't want to hurt people. I I don't don't. want to take the chance. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so brave and so courageous, courageous. And honestly, I just give you so much props for having this conversation. And also, again, just to say, like, I'm not the end all be all. I know that I take a very, very cautious stance in my uh, content and how I stand. And it's because of my profession. And that does not mean that everyone needs to be like me. Um, But I do think that there is something to be said about approaching, like the approach that I do have and all of that stuff and how we portray ourselves as a community. And, I, and, and, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, uh, there's some people in our space that says they don't like the word community. I don't know what else you want to call it. Like, I literally don't. And I think the reason that they don't like yeah. the word community is because of the fact that maybe that might infringe on their earnings. I'm just, I said it, right? I said it. I'm going to say it because I think that's true, right? Because for me, like, mm-hmm. I personally... I don't down anybody that makes money in this space because everybody deserves to make money, right? Everybody deserves to make income or some type of side hustle with their content that they create, right? Everybody deserves that to a certain extent. But I consider us a community because of the fact that I can come to certain people and I can have a conversation with them. And I feel like, you know, if something was to happen, these certain people would have my back right? Or tell me, Cheryl, like we're having right now, we're having the hard conversation. Maybe you should try to approach it this way, right? That's the type of, and that's the type of community that I want. I don't want people to say, and I don't care what people think. They can say that we're not a community because that's weird to them, all they want. But I want people to understand that this is a community and it's a safe space for everyone to have a conversation with us. Right. Okay. So I I want to speak to that too, because you know what communities, community does not necessarily mean that everyone likes each other. It doesn't mean that everyone gets along. And also I am going to say, it doesn't always mean it's a safe space. Right. Do I want it to be? Absolutely. Do I try to create a safe space? Do you try to create a space? Like, yeah, absolutely. We do. Absolutely. Do a lot of people. Yeah. It's not always safe. Communities are not always safe. I can walk outside my house and get mugged. Right. And in my literal community, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it, it happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think that, you know, people forget like what community actually means. And like, there are a lot of positive connotations with community, yeah. you know, creating community, creating like support systems, all of this stuff like yeah. that. And that's all good and true. And that's what I hope that we do create and foster in the system. But that 
also like recognizing not everyone has to like each other. Not everyone has to get along. Not everyone has to be best friends. Not everyone is going to hold the same safe space that other people have. And some people might be able to have certain conversations and other people might be able to have totally different conversations and that's okay. But to end the piggyback off of that, um, not everyone Mm -hmm. is going to get along and not everyone is going to, but they, everybody should respect each other period. Cause we're all trying, we should all try to be, we should all be going for the same goal. And that is to educate and help people that are either currently in an MLM or just got out of an MLM. Right. So that's one part that I just want to make known is, you know, I may not like certain things that other anti-MLM creators do said or whatever, but I respect them because we're all here to hopefully do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like exactly what I don't remember if I said this on or off of the podcast, but I was like, I want, and I, I think I said it maybe both places. I was like, you know, just because we're talking about this doesn't mean I actually really like your content. I really like what you have to say. I really like all of these things. It's just not how I would do it. And in some ways I consider it to be potentially harmful. Right. Um, but does that mean I think that you're the worst? Absolutely not. Because if I did, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) Exactly. But it's also, you know, it's helped me because it's been something that I have been struggling with for a little while, right? Like the other night I even said it, I was like, I'm having like a, um, like a creative block, like, because I'm struggling with the fact of the matter that there's certain things that I want to share. There's certain things that I want to say, but I don't feel like they're getting, they're coming across correctly. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You know, a lot of people listen to the interview um, with Higgy Smalls. I have a, it's, you know, with part one and part two. And those two episodes really made me question, like, what, what am I doing in this space? Like, what, what is my goal? Right. Um, And I'm not saying that those that, you know, that she's a bad person. I'm not saying that the Reddit community is a bad people. But I will say this, that a lot of people that are anonymous to the space, sometimes we'll take it a little too far. Right. And if you cannot say it with your whole chest and your whole face, maybe it shouldn't be said. I'm just going to say it. And I, I agree with you on some counts of that, but I also, you know, being in this space and being somebody who I am, hyper anxious. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. a hyper anxious person. I am very concerned about covering my own ass. I do yeah. not want to be on the wrong side of things, yeah. whatever. Um, I will say that there are times where I'm like, mm, like, you know, like there are certain things like that there are certain interviews that I've had with uh people that have come out that were um like really, really big yeah. in their MLMs. Like uh Jennifer Jennifer Ryla, I think is how uh-huh. you say her last name, um, who was in Ray Higdon's coaching group was a coach. Yeah. Um, you know, so we really talked about Ray and how, I mean, he's a very dangerous person. He's scary in my opinion. Yeah. In um, opinion. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, uh, talking about people like that, I'm like, dang, like, I really wish my name wasn't necessarily no, attached I, to this, but also, you know, like, yeah, so I, I get do that. get it. And also, there are people in this space that have anonymous accounts that were so badly traumatized in MLM that they don't want to put their name out there. 
Yeah. And I know that. And I've seen that happen. So I do want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I also hear what you're saying because there are people that say some stuff and I'm like, yeah, put some money where your mouth is. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, I I get that 100%. And I'm not dogging them because of the fact that they have an anonymous account because there's sometimes that I wish that I was anonymous on the internet because I, you know, like the stuff that I get. But, but what I do think is that, you know, there are some of those accounts and I'm not going to name any, any certain accounts because I don't want anybody, I, I like, I'm trying to be respectful, right? Because yeah. I don't want to create yeah. any type of, of animosity between any of those people and me, because some of them, I have great, I have great conversations with them, right? But some of those accounts, yeah. there are, they overstep a, a little too much, right? Like when you are going after people's looks, people's kids, um, like, the way that people's kids like look or the people or like anything that's like harmful to like what they look like or how they talk or anything like that. That's, I don't like that. Right. That is mean. That's mean girl shit. Right. If you are coming after someone and for their kids and it's not a legitimate, like your kid is being neglected, like straight up. Yeah. Get out. Like, right. Like, right. those are those are babies they yeah. are babies yeah. they like, have leave no them alone they are. probably aren't consenting to even be yeah like yeah it, yeah. it's yeah no and I'm i say that because like, there was there that was somebody, is a big one for me yeah there was somebody that came um i think it was emma's um dms or whatever talking about emily Favre's daughter and the way she looked and i was just like why would you even do stuff like that like there's no reason for that right like kids are kids Right. So that's where I, I get off. Right. Like, that's where I draw the line. Um, and if you are doing that, you know, maybe think about it. Maybe take a step back and reevaluate your content because that's what I'm yeah. doing. You know, like. Right. And you know what? That is part of being in this space. Is, yeah. And that's one of the things I love about this space is being able to have these conversations where we're holding each other accountable. Like Cheryl, I would hope that if you saw me doing something and you were like, that's, yeah, I don't think that's what Danielle intended. I would hope you would slide in my DMs and be like, Hey, Danielle, like, do you think we can jump on the phone real quick? Because like, I just, I just want to share something. I want to give you some feedback. (laughs) Like I would hope that people would come to me and say like, Hey, Danielle, like you said this, like, what, like, did you mean that? Or like, did you not understand? Do you not have enough? Like, yeah, I would hope I would. Right. <laughs> right. And I, and I had that conversation, especially with my interview with, with the Reddit moderator. Like I had a couple conversations with yeah. people that did come into my DMS and did say, you know, Cheryl, like, this is, this is what I took from it. And this is, and this is, and some, maybe you overstepped your boundaries. Maybe you did this, maybe it came across this way. Right. And I had to have a conversation. I listened to those, like some of my plays are literally me because I listened to those two episodes over and over and over again to make sure that I could stand behind what was put on that podcast. Right. Um, and there are certain things that maybe I would have done differently. And that was just two episodes ago. Right. Um, and that's what has started, uh, my, that's why I'm so like, I'm literally dropping this episode tomorrow because it just makes sense for me to drop it tomorrow because it's literally probably one of the best conversations that I think that every anti-MLMer needs to hear like they need to hear it whether however they're thinking like I think that we just need to all of us need to know better and we need to do better we need to take a step back and really think about 
what our purpose is and what we're trying to actually do um, instead right. of get popular on the internet by showing other people's right. screen. I'm tired of and the I, screen recordings, to be honest with you, in my inbox. Like, I'm yeah. not my inbox, but in my phone, I'm tired of the screen recording. Yeah. They're taking up too much space. Right. <laughs> and I, I think that, you know, there's just something to be said too about just... I lost my train of thought again. That's okay. I love having okay. ADHD. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's see if I can get it back. Um, there's something to be said about continuing to learning and growing and, you know, having these conversations because also you could have come back and said, Danielle, I think that you have valid points. However, I also think that, you know, it's really yeah. important and like seeing the look in the eyes of this hun when she's talking about it helps me create this point. And if you right. had said that, I would have said, you know what, then that, maybe that falls in the 5%. Yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever percentage that we want to say is yeah. like the amount that we need to create. Like, cause I think part of it is we want to have a leg to stand on and we need to be able to say, look, this is what we're talking about. And I get that. But like yeah. I said, I think most of it can be done with anonymity to those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like I said, is there really a public figure when it comes to being in the MLM space, because if you go and talk to Joe Schmo on the street and say, Hey, do you know who cat what's her face is? They're going to say, never <laughs> nope. heard of her. Right. And you're going to show right. them a picture and they're going to say like, don't know. She got red hair. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Know? So right. Like, trying to keep that space that like, mo like, it's not like it's Angelina Jolie that like, yeah. 99% of the world knows who she is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're 100% correct. Well, I, as always, I enjoy having a conversation with you and I enjoy, yes. you know, unpacking things with you. And I really think that this episode is important. Um, and like I said, I'm definitely going to be um, dropping this tomorrow because I think it's important for our community or whatever, you know, the anti-MLM people and people that are either following us to understand the reason behind mm. we do certain things right um right. And, and oh I just want to this is what I wanted to say I, I remembered it sorry okay that's um fine. if I don't say it, it will go away no. um <laughs> uh that's what I want to say if either of creators are listening I just want to say like I am not coming after anyone if you want to keep doing whatever you're doing like right live your life like I'm not here to police you not here yeah. to tell you what to do or how to make content or any of that these are just kind of like my feedbacks as a mental health professional and also like a person that lives in this space and somebody yeah. that wants to create a safe space for everyone and like you know if other people have different ideas about how to do that like that's I mean I would love to hear your ideas so that I can yeah. understand them but like I'm not here to like be like uh I'm better than you or yeah. something like that like that's definitely and I really hope that nothing I said came off that way it's really yeah. not my intent again intent versus perceived right. um but you know I'm open to having conversations if anyone is listening and they're like oh shit like yeah I I need to talk about this I mean honestly um and I I'll just basically say the same right like I agree with you 100% I'm not here to judge anyone I'm not here to come after anyone in this space that is a creator I just wanted to uh, pretty much unpack my thoughts 
of like what I've been going through for the past week, because it's like, you know, and it's just so happens that it falls into this category, right? Like what we create, how we, how we want the world to perceive us, you know, and, and for my people that are anonymous, please do not think that I was coming after you by any means. I get it. There's a reason for it, right? I have people that I talk to that say that the Reddit thread is part of the reason that they started getting out of the anti, out of MLM. And there's a reason for it. There's a purpose for it. I'm not coming after them. I'm just basically stating that maybe, just maybe, we can try to make small changes to where we do remember that these people are human and that when they read these things about themselves, you really hit the nail on the head. Like, how do we want them to feel about themselves? Is it, oh, snap, I do do this. I need to try to do better, right? Or is it, these people are right, I'm a piece of shit right? Let me go, let me go sulk and be depressed for the rest of the night, right? I don't want, I don't want the latter to happen to people. So yeah, yeah. So my DMs are open. Danielle's DMs are open. Um, Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you um, on Instagram? Also tell people about your husband because he is a personal trainer and he needs a shout out because People need, like, we're, we have, we help people come out of Beachbody all the time that are like, I don't know what to do now. And that's the number one thing is who do I talk to? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll start there. Um, so my husband is Nick Anderson fitness. He's a personal trainer. Um, he's really trying, like he works with people who are, um, on like weight loss journeys and just like sustainable weight loss journeys and getting into the gym and all of that stuff. But also he is starting to make a little bit of a pivot to powerlifting. So if you're, uh, he, like, he really wants to coach powerlifters. So if you're a powerlifter or you want to like learn about powerlifting, definitely hit him up. He's really excited. Uh, we're going to our next competition in January. I'm very excited to be there for him on that journey. Um, and he has a podcast, Nick Anderson Fitness. His Instagram is Nick Anderson Fitness. Um, and then for me, you can find me on Instagram uh, at From Hunts to Humans. And I have little underscores in between all of my like words on Instagram. Yeah. But on TikTok, I'm From Hunts to Humans, all one word. And then okay. the podcast is From Hunts to Humans. And yes. I think that's it. I'll put all, all of right. those links and everything down below. Um, and I do appreciate this conversation, Danielle. I think maybe we might have to have like a monthly or a bi-monthly, um, back and forth. <laughs> I would love that. I would love this because honestly, I'm pretty sure that we originally were going to talk about eating disorders. <laughs> we were. So now we need, I need to come on your podcast. So you tell me when you're open, um, or send me your calendar link and now we'll come on your podcast and we'll talk about that. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Ping pong back and forth. Ping pong back. (laughs) I love it. Um, But yeah, so make sure that you hit Danielle up on and listen to her episode. She has some great episodes. She actually goes through and covers more than just Beachbody. So you'll find every single MLM you can find on Danielle's on Danielle's podcast. Um, But thank you, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I really, I really enjoyed this. And like, I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll see, I guess I'll see you on your podcast next, right? Sounds good. (laughs) All right.
All right, fam. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a cult. I hope you found value in this episode. I hope there is something in this episode that you can relate to. And I hope there's something in this episode that you can take away from. As always, I appreciate your support. If you have a story that you would like to share, please feel free to email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram at callcherylhun. Thank you for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this episode. And I'll see you next Monday.